0: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers, rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Iltz, the Derriers.
3: Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on
4: Truckers Truck Radio, Radio USA. USA.
3: I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are
4: the, the Derriers. We're doing what we do just about every week at this time. We yep. drive up and down the roads of America. We're usually leaving one place and going to another. Yes. But now we are someplace. We are someplace. And we'll get to that uh-huh. in a little bit.
3: That's true. That's but true. Uh, we go along the way and we just pick up music everywhere we it's go. It's everywhere. It's just wherever you look and wherever you walk. You and, can find uh, it
4: under doormats yeah. ditches. Yeah, people leave it all. Over the they place. leave it all over the place.
3: You know, sure. people ask us, they say, is exactly what is Americana music?
4: Well, we and we we struggle with this? Not so much. Not really. Not I mean, really. We, we kind of made up our mind. We kind of,
3: yeah. You know, we have, we have a definition and an opinion. And an opinion. Which are right. the same thing, actually. <laughs> In our case. And for us, it's music with... Distinctive American roots, that's right But
4: that's a pretty broad palette when you get right
3: down to it Oh yeah, it could be all kind of music It could be big band Well, it could be rock and roll It could be indie rock It could be polka It could be polka
4: It could be grunge It could be grunge It could be folk It could be klezmer Oh, it's got to be klezmer Yeah, it's always got to be klezmer It could be jazz Show tunes Blues Salsa All those things, but our favorite is... Boogaloo, Boogaloo. yes. I just like saying boogaloo. Boogaloo's good. It's a good word.
3: Well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. And uh, we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And uh, I started last time, Leo. That's true. So
4: I believe that you are up. Roger, there's a funny thing. There's this, this, um, this little ditty that's been running through my head. And it's a a song that our dad used to sing. Okay, (laughs) he didn't sing very much of it. Yeah, well, he was a singer, but he had, you know, he got it from his father. Okay, Grandpa Ed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was a handful too. Yeah. But he was a song, and it. And I'm going. I need to get the beaver out? The pretty buzzer. much because because I want to paraphrase here. Okay. The 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 actual words to the song. What uh, she's got freckles on her, but she's right. Mm, but well, that's she's, not the dad. But she's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but that's not the word the dad used. But whatever. Uh huh. I stumbled across the original version of that song. Oh really? There's this is guy named Larry Vincent, and uh, he had a. He had a band, uh, he recorded it with a band that he called his Lookout Boys, uh, but it's called The Freckle Song. Okay. A, and this version was recorded in 1946, but let me back up a little bit here. Uh, this guy, uh, he was born, Larry Vincent Alaria, and he was an Italian father and American mother. He was born in San Jose, California, and he had a college education. Okay. I, I mean, the guy knew what he was doing musically, but he began his career in vaudeville and, uh, you know, performed in most of the major cities, you know, like Vaudeville Axe did. They traveled around and everything. But um, he, he, he started, uh, his first recording came in 1928. And he's hooked up with a guy named uh, Raymond Sperling. Uh, and they uh, released some recordings and everything. But they, they finally formed their own label. And it was kind of centered around Body. Songs. Oh, yeah. Of which... You the, know,
3: you're kind of... You have a theme going, kind of.
4: That's that's true. <laughs> and, and if you've... It's true. I've kind of stumbled into this hole here. Yeah. But, we're got to dig you out. Well, but... So this well, is going to be... A, too soon. This is going to be a string of tunes here. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to start off with this. And i got another story to tell. But before I go on and play the song, he applied for admission to ASCAP uh, just as it began a campaign against Smutty. Songs, what they call oh. them, smutty songs. Wow, and they they t- kept turning him down because you know, no, that no, that's I, that what we're all about. Uh-huh. So they finally let him in in 1947 when he because he wrote legitimate great songs. Okay, and he wrote a song in 1947 that everybody picked up, and the song sold over a million copies, and they finally let him in because of that. So that we're going to get to that next. All right, so let's first off start off with the uh, song that started all. Uh, It's called The Freckle Song, recorded in 1946.
0: I've got a girl that I'm just simply wild about Folks say I'm a lucky boy Everywhere we go people rave about this little bundle of joy, she's got freckles on her, but she is nice. And when she's in my arms, it's paradise. She smells like a rose from her head down to her toes. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. And when she's in my arms, it's paradise. All the sailors give her a chase, cause they love her naval base She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. On her, but she is nice, and when she's in my arms, is paradise. She's like my Nelly from her head down to her elbow. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice, and when she's in my arms, is paradise. With old men she loves to neck, she necks a rex and gets a check. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. She's got freckles on her, but she is nice. And when she's in my arms, it's paradise She was born in Sack. she made a fortune on her career She's got freckles on her, but she is nice She's got freckles on her, but she is nice And when she's in my arms, it's paradise She drinks till she gets plastered, she gets drunker than my brother She's got freckles on her, but she is nice
4: Big finish. Yeah. Okay. There's something but, more coming up on that a little bit. All but, right. But right now it's back to you. Okay. Well,
3: I um, I thought recently about David Gates. And, and Bread And, but, and bread right, of course. Right, okay. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, and I looked, and uh, I did feature him. I think it was episode 58. I didn't know the number, but yeah, I remember. Yeah. We did something with him. But yeah. I, uh, I, I found something really cool. And uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing about him, but I, I will say that. Um, he, uh, his first band, so he was from Tulsa, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he formed his first band, which was called The Accents with other high school musicians, which included a piano player, Claude Russell Bridges, who later in life changed his name to Leon Russell. Okay, yes. I <laughs> remember well, that. Yeah,
4: we did touch on right. that. That's right.
3: And uh, during a concert in 1957, The Accents backed Chuck Berry. You know, Uh so, you know, uh, I backed him up. So anyway, um, in in looking around, I found a recording of David Gates with the accents. Oh, really? Yeah, the accents went on. And uh, actually, I've got some other stuff from them. You uh, mean after
4: after he left? After Uh, David Gates left? After David Gates left them. Yeah, they went on and did some other stuff, right? Right,
3: yeah. Uh, But uh, it's what Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so this is, uh, he was 17 years old when this was recorded, David Gates was. Wow. And um, it's uh, David Gates with the accents from 1958 doing What's This I Hear? David Gates before
4: bread Wow, Before
3: everything Yeah, isn't that fun?
4: Yeah, it really is, man That's a whole different voice Yeah Uh, That's interesting
3: All right, Leo Well, uh, what's next?
4: Okay, so I'm going to continue the story I started with about Larry Vincent And and how he was not allowed to join ASCAP Because of the nature of the music he wrote Right Right. Okay, so he finally um, wrote a song That nobody could ignore anymore Because everybody picked it up and started singing it and the song was called "If I Had My Life to Live Over." Okay, apparently it was recorded by twenty-five different artists and sold more than one point five million copies. Wow. Okay, so that was a pretty big deal back in then. Yeah. Well, well, the band one of the one of the uh, the groups that picked it up and had a big run with it was a band called the Denning Sisters. Okay. All right. And they were kind of like that uh, Andrew Sisters kind of a, a thing. Very genetic uh, Harmony, which we've touched on before. Oh, you bet. Uh, two of these girls, and I'm not going to try to sort it all out. I remember Jean and Ginger were two of the sisters that they were twins. Okay. All right. And they had a, and over the years, they, uh, it, the lineup changed a little bit, but there were, I think a total of four sisters that kind of came in and out of the band over the time. But anyway, uh, they picked up this song and, uh, they had a they had a hit heck of a uh, hit with it, and it's a beautiful tune. Totally unlike anything else that Larry <laughs> that Larry did. It was, it was a different kind
3: of inspiration. Kind of for a different him. kind of
4: inspiration. <laughs> he, uh, he
3: woke up and had one normal day. One normal day.
4: I think I'll write a beautiful song, and this will change my legacy. I don't think so. No, so but here's another. It's just, there's another connection now. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on the end of this. Okay. My next turn around here. But in the meantime, I can't remember exactly what year this song was done but it's a beautiful beautiful tune and uh let's just go ahead and listen into it so the name of the song is if i had my life to live over this is the Dinning sisters <laughs> Reverb anyone? Yeah. Hey, there's a little postscript. I wanted to do this. I forgot to mention this. They were born in Caldwell, Kansas. Oh wow, really? Yeah. They grew up in Oklahoma, and uh, they mm. they kind of wanted to do this Andrews sisters things. But this is a direct quote. She said, "We tried our damnedest to be as commercial as the Andrews sisters were, but we weren't flashy enough." We were all kind of shy. We came where they grew up in a farm in Oklahoma. We never took dancing lessons or anything.
3: <laughs> so God, there
4: you go. All right, Roger. It's back to you. Okay. Just
3: recently, you featured Boscax.: Yes, I did. And at the time, I said, "Man, I was I, researching it I too." I was going to get that. Okay. Okay. All right. So because uh, I found something really cool on him, and it maybe you maybe did too, uh, but he, uh, you know, he moved to Sweden. And uh, he was performing as a solo performer. And in 65, he recorded his solo debut album, Boz, which failed miserably. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So he he came back to the booming psychedelic music center of San Francisco in 67, linked up with Steve Miller again. He played with him as a right. kid. Right? He was
4: with Steve Miller twice right. in his career there. Uh, uh,
3: but then he secured a solo contract with Atlantic Records in 68. And he released his second album, Boz Skaggs, not just Boz. No, uh-huh. Which featured the Muscle Shoals rhythm section. There you go. And session guitarist Dwayne Allman. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I mean it, it's a cool album, but there's a song on it that is so out of character, and I just love it. Remember uh, when uh, when I found that Don McLean album that had bluegrass and stuff yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Well, this is Boz Skaggs from his album in 1969 called Boz Skaggs, and he's doing the Jimmy Rogers tune, <laughs> Waiting for a Train. <laughs>
5: break man, to give him a line of talk, he says if you've got the money, I'll see that you don't walk, I haven't got a nickel, not a penny can I show, Get off, get off, you railroad bomb, you slam the boxcar door, you're Texas, state I dearly love, the wide open spaces all around me, the moon and stars up above, nobody seems to want Land. Though my pocket book is empty, and my heart is full of pain. I'm a thousand miles away from home, just waiting for a train. You're
6: lady, lady,
4: Yodeling—that's <laughs> a guy looking for a sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh,
3: I, I did look, and uh, you featured Jimmy Rogers, the original, the original Waiting uh, for that a song train, yeah, on yeah. episode five. Wow, man! Yeah, a long that's time long, ago, long, hundred long, long episodes time. ago. There you go. Uh, you know what? What uh, we burned up our time for this segment. Well, we have really. Yeah.
4: And, uh, tomorrow is. Moving, moving day, day. It's as, moving as it always is, yeah. it is. It is. And
3: uh, so we need to go out and uh, p- uh, police the area.
4: And we have to check that uh, left, left rear, rear
3: inside duel. And I believe it's your turn. It's
4: my turn? Mm hmm. Sorry, I gotta go get my stuff.
3: Yeah, on the yeah. shows that you start, it's your turn. Okay, so you, that gives you another thing to dread. Yeah, another thing to dread. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. So get, go. I'm gonna do it. Suit up. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'm not afraid. And we'll be back here in a few minutes. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on
4: Truckers, Truckers Radio
3: USA. USA. We are back. You're kind of all sweaty after wearing all that. No, it's just fear.
4: It's just fear. (laughs) I can, you know, dogs can smell fear on you. You could probably smell it. I smell something. I smell something. I had all my protective gear in. Yes, you did. You know, I had my little vest on the front there and my Mm -hmm. helmet. Yeah. Face guard. Yeah. I even added. You know, that helmet looks very natural on you. You like it, mate? It it matches the hair. Sticking out the ear poles. <laughs> but I gotta tell you something, I had to creep up on it. I had to sneak up on it. Uh huh. And I, I I reached way out and it and, and the good news is three pounds. Okay, good. Three pounds. That's, that's really all, all I wanted that's to That's all know. it took was three pounds. I so, didn't need to know all okay, that other stuff. All right, good. Um,
3: you know, um, we are uh, we are broadcasting a, from, right now.
4: From Newmanstown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. And I thought it's where Alfred E. came from. No, no. Uh, it did, it isn't the, huh? Those mad magazines yeah. are kind of. Yeah, no. Okay, it isn't. It, this, it's actually unincorporated. Okay. And uh, so I. Well, just, it's pretty small. It's very small. Yeah. And, and uh, everybody here seems to be very normal. Yeah, I think so, yeah. The town's only about. Two miles, two miles square. Like, I think, two, yeah, you know, from yeah I mean, yeah, you know, we're used to that. So. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm. More, to be honest, I'm more comfortable in a small place. Well, yes, unless yeah. I'm in a very large place, and then I'll be comfortable there too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Those in between places Those in between no places way. Creep me yeah. out yeah. Okay. So, so did you find out Anything about the town I, uh, you know.
4: No everybody's very normal okay. That's about
3: it That's about it Yeah Okay <laughs> Good enough Well people ask us They say uh,
4: Derriers Exactly
3: why is it That you uh, travel All over this great country Of ours And stay in boring places <laughs> Boring places <laughs> <laughs> uh, Or in sometimes Interesting places uh, And and travel all over In that old RV What do you do though? You know
4: sometimes The dart." Does us well, and sometimes uh-huh. the dart just fails miserably it does yeah. and that's what it was kind of like, but you know whatever? what it's what?
3: better than no dart at all oh which that's we true learned, we've uh, learned that. the hard way, yeah, we learned yeah. that the hard way, so um well, you know, uh, uh, we uh, uh, unlike our contemporaries on Truckers Radio USA, I guess we'll call them contemporaries. Contemporaries, yes. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I call them compadres a lot of times. Yeah, too. that's a better be word. Better, but you don't know Spanish. I don't. I don't. That's <laughs> true. Um, you know, they have these things called ranches,
4: ranches.
3: You know, and they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. That's, and, uh, that's true. Uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch and the. Dosca basis Dos mountains. Uh, Alan Bailey has the swinging gate ranch out there in western Kansas. Yeah, uh, Tennessee Jim the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch uh, there in uh, central Kansas. Right. And, uh, and we kind we of don't. whined about the fact that we, we, we didn't have, have a ranch. ranch. We don't have a ranch. But our no. pal Suzanne set us straight. She said, "You guys," she said, "Look, you have the biggest ranch of all. You've it's got the huge. entire continental United States, border unless to you border, drive off into the ocean, cheek to which cheek. we almost did a couple oh, of weeks we ago. Have. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we
4: almost did. That's what you get for trusting your GPS too much. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we will you drive, look up every now. we will drive you into a lake. <laughs>
3: That's true. <laughs> but she, you know, we—you could say we have a ranch." Without fences, that's you know, correct. and uh, we roam that range in our RV called Rambling
6: Rose.
3: Ramblin
6: Rose.
4: why you? Uh, Rosie gets us there. Rosie does a good job yeah. for us. She hasn't failed us yet. No, we yep. look after Rosie, and she looks after us. That's so a, that's the deal. That's the most you can hope for. Well, Leo, I believe it is your turn. I'm afraid it is, too. Yeah. It is. I want to just, disc- one more little chapter. Are you traveling on down this rabbit I'm hole? I'm traveling on Dragging down this rabbit hole. Dragging all this the rest of the us with you. I talked to the last... We're tethered text- to you, unfortunately. The, Oh, unfortunately. Okay. We'll, we'll all go down together. Okay. Okay. I mentioned the Dinning sisters, right? Uh, you did? And, they, and that beautiful song they did. Okay. It turns out there's another uh, little chapter here. They had a younger brother. And his name was Max. I was hoping it was Denny. Oh, uh, uh,
2: wouldn't it be seen? Denny? Denny Denny. Denny.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Nope. Okay, we'll go with Max. Unfortunately. His, his Max Edward Denning, he went by Mark Denning. All right. Mark? Mark. Okay. And he had a he had a singing voice, you know, and he kind of wanted to get into the show business too. And uh, well, so one of the sisters actually co wrote a song that he uh, recorded. And it was a teen tragedy song called "Teen Angel." Oh, really? Oh, golly! Yeah, that's wow. that's Mark Denning for you right there. And so you know, he he struggled though. I mean, he was um, he was the youngest. He was born in Oklahoma. You know, later on after they went from Kansas, okay, he was born in Oklahoma, and he was the youngest of of the nine of the nine kids. That's a bunch. That's a lot. That's a lot. And he was raised on the fa- a farm. Now they had moved to Nashville, Tennessee, at that point. And uh, so he followed his sisters and pursued a career in country music. And in 1957, uh, a guy named uh, Wesley Rose signed him to a recording uh, contract as Mark. Okay. uh, As Denning. All right. Now... He had limited success. He just wasn't the showman that the, his sisters were, you know. Uh-huh. But they really, even though to, they didn't dance, they but, didn't yeah. dance. That's why that would have been just wanted you know I was listening. I, you were paying attention. Uh-huh. So anyway, the the lyrics to, uh, told. Now you, everybody knows this song. Yeah, it's told the death of a teenage girl, you know. And they were deemed by a British radio station to be too morbid. <laughs> Oh, wow. Th- they wouldn't play it. Wow. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, on the UK singles chart, it did. It, it ranked pretty good on there, but it did reach number one on the US charts, wow. right? Okay. Now, the problem was, uh, oh, he went on to record other stuff, like What Will Mary Say? and like, mm-hmm. But nothing, nothing charted like that. The problem was he had a little bit of a drinking problem, Ah. and he was an unreliable performer. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, he did record a couple of interesting songs, and and one of them is um, is a very weird song. Uh, And I I, I mentioned it to you uh, earlier, which is unusual. We don't usually talk about this stuff in, in advance. Uh, but um, he died of a heart attack at, in uh, Jefferson Center, Missouri, at the age of uh, uh, 52. Oh, okay. A relatively yeah, young not man. Not that
3: far from where we... Not
4: right. that far at all. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this song. It's called The Pickup, but it's not the like a pickup truck. Okay. Okay. It's called The Pickup, A Teen Tragedy, Mark Denning.
7: I made a date On the dare of a friend If I'd known How it would end I'd have turned around And ran away right then From the pickup. i was a boy looking for fun she looks so lost and all
3: Pick up, baby <laughs> He found a he, he found a niche He, he found made. a niche Or a niche A niche want to call that. <laughs> it was, That's really
4: creepy Yeah Yeah, but there you go All oh. right, Roger It's your turn
3: Okay, I'm going to get us Out of the Wayback Machine And get us farther Into the future Okay like, uh, way up into 2010 Oh, wow so uh, our pal Katie, yes, um, she she contacted me a, a little while back. Uh, we did a song by uh, a girl by the name of Jamie Lynn Wilson. That's correct. And she said um, she was in an all-girl alt-country group from Austin, Texas called the Trishas. Okay, I'd never heard of them, and me they aren't neither. and they aren't together anymore. Uh, they they. It, it's kind of interesting they they came together uh, as a as a one-off act as part of a music fest tribute uh to Kevin Welch who was which is one of the girl's father in Steamboat Colorado and uh, everybody loved him and so they go oh well let's make a group <laughs> yeah, of course so let's th- let's do a recording <laughs> <laughs> so they'd all been in other bands and those type of things that they put this group together and and, and they were together for uh, I, I don't know exactly how long, and maybe not 10 years, but uh, for a while. Uh, but I, you're going to like them, because they they sound pretty outlaw country. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So um, uh, this is from an album. It was an EP they did in 2010 called They Call Us, The Trishas. The Trishas doing Trouble About My Soul.
8: trouble troubled, troubled all about my soul. Just as soon as my feet touch down, I won't be in trouble no more. I won't be in trouble no more. I wonder about my mother. I wonder has she gone? no more, I won't be in trouble no more, I wonder about my sister, oh I wonder has she gone, as soon as my beat turns I won't be in trouble no more, I won't be in trouble no more. will no more Trouble
4: no more. That's just a little bit dark. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. In a cool way. In a cool way. Yeah. Yeah. Katie always
3: has great ideas. She does, man. Thank you for that, Katie. We appreciate it. We do, actually. Okay,
4: Leo, back to you. This is a guy. Hey, you talk dark and you're playing a teen. Well, okay, fine. Okay. okay, Okay. I'm just saying you're just copying me. Yeah, can, okay. Come on. Come up with something original. Okay. All right. Next time I will. This is a guy that almost, history almost passed him by. All right. This guy, he, uh, he didn't get discovered until late in his life, basically. His name so was, there's still hope for us? It's, oh, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Hope. But we should take a lesson from this. Okay. Let's Somewhere do out there, somebody's going to discover us. guy named R.L. Burnside. All okay. right. He was born in 1926. And uh he he uh he was like in his uh, later part of his life before anybody even heard him play, but he'd been playing all of his life. Uh he uh he was born um in uh College Hill. They're not sure exactly. It was either Harmontown or College Hill or Blackwater Creek. Uh in, 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 in what mis- state? In Mississippi. Oh, okay. But the, the thing is that all three of these places were flooded to make a reservoir. And he's not quite sure which one he was actually born in. It doesn't matter because none They're of them are there, there anymore, anymore uh-uh. so it doesn't matter, you know. Wow! But he started playing at the age would, of, you know, I would say I was born at the bottom of a lake. Oh, that's what I'd go even with. better. Yeah, yeah. It, well, he had the creds; he yeah. just didn't use them, right? Yep. He started playing at the age of sixteen, and uh, he said he first played in public at the age of twenty-one or twenty-two. Everything in our, uh, R. L. Burnside's uh, history is vague. He, because he doesn't exactly remember everything how it turned out, but his uh, his father left early on, and um, in the nineteen forties he moved to Chicago. This is when things kind of get weird, because his father had lived uh, since he separated from his mother in the Chicago area, and it was in the hope of finding better um, economic opportunities. Right, okay. so he found jobs at a metal and glass factories and places like that. And uh, that's where he met Muddy Waters, who turned out to be his cousin-in-law. Oh, wow. How that works. And he enjoyed playing the blues on, on the Maxwell Street. But things did not work out the way he wanted because uh, within a span of one year, his father, two brothers, and two uncles were all murdered. Oh, gee, It's Chicago. He says, this does not look good for me. Did he move? No, apparently he stuck it out for a while. (laughs) Go figure. I wouldn't have. But no, no, it it actually gets worse because he he stuck around for a while. He met a a blues man named Robert Lockwood Jr. and was hanging out with him. And around this time that R.L. uh, killed a man. Possibly in a craps game. Oh man. He said he took about six hundred dollars from the guy, which was a lot of money back then. Yeah. So but he only spent six months in jail because the guy that he was working for had influence and needed him back to drive his tractors. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lesson there's that. a lesson right there. Yeah. But he uh, he had a he, he had a really a powerful expressive voice, but and the older he got, the better his voice got, right? But the first time he was recorded was in nineteen sixty seven. Uh, by a guy named George Mitchell, and he was a graduate student. And um, he and his wife went on a thirteen-day uh, 13 summer trip to Mississippi, and he started. He was making field recordings, right? Okay. So this this recording uh, was one of those recordings that he made in the field. It was recorded in 1968 uh, by George Mitchell, and the and it's now a blue standard, and it's called "Walking Blues." <laughs>
2: scrambling for my shoe mine started around when I had him old old walking blue well I look in the door no running to the sea Don't find my baby Somebody gon' show bury me If I don't find my baby child Somebody show gon' bury me Man it seem like I'll be an hour it seem like they Look like to me, my baby, all stop all you way.
7: Yeah.
4: Than that. Oh I'm, no! I mean, uh, here's sure. he actually went down there to re, uh, record a guy named Fred McDowell. Uh huh. But and Fred McDowell did not tell him about this guy. Oh really? Because he was competition. Yeah, he, sure. And so he just stumbled onto him and, and made all his recordings. So, oh, so that's there a you good go. find, Leo. There you go. That's uh, back to you, Raj. Well, you know what? We are about out of time. Oh, yes, For right. this oh, segment,
3: you know, and and I'm still trying to get us a, a sponsor. You know, uh, you I'm know, not giving up. No, you're, you're and, hard working, and I really want. I, I'd really like to get a, a gas, gas sponsor, sponsor. boy. Yeah, that would that, that, that a thing. So I'm still working on these guys. Okay, so uh, give it a listen and see what you think. Okay.
0: Clean, 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 keep your carburetor clean with Atlantic Imperial gasoline. Clean, 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 keep your carburetor clean with Atlantic Imperial
9: gasoline. No more stalling, no more waste. No
2: rough idling, your troubles erased. Clean, 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 keep your
6: carburetor clean with Atlantic Imperial.
2: Atlantic Imperial.
6: Atlantic
0: Imperial gasoline. Atlantic keeps your car on the go, 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 so keep on the go with Atlantic.
3: We are backing up. That's what we do. We, well, we are the Dariers. Uh, that's our job. We, we back people. We back up. up. Yeah, that's what we do. Well, this is the part of the show where we just get right down and beg. we yeah. beg people to uh, go to our websites. Would you? I mean, come on. Come how on. how, how much does, does it take? Do? take? That's right. Yeah. You, know. you know, it's a couple clicks away. That's right. Uh, the one for this band is the, the derriers derriers. dot com. And the is, is a little tiny, tiny word. It's most important. Yeah, very important. I would tell you if you forget it. You will never forget it. Never again. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Leo has forgotten it. Uh, I have more than forgotten. once. And I keep forgetting <laughs> it
4: over and over <laughs> I and over.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't recommend that. No, I can't do that. Um, uh, and of
4: course, the one for the band is. Well, that would be 3trailswest.com mm-hmm. with the number three. Right. And that's where you go to listen to our music or you can order CDs. we got stickers available and, and we got our schedule uh, right. posted there too as well.
3: So. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, if you go to either of our websites, you're going to find a whole lot of content. content. Uh, and we're pretty sure that if you uh,
4: watch it, you will be contented. contented but there's so much there that is. you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just Contact, contact us, us, and we'll get it all straightened out for you. Yeah.
3: Um, you can. Uh, there are contact us tabs at both websites, or you can get directly to us through our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at com, And
4: mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at com. Now, if you go to thederriers.com and
3: go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and That's listen crazy. to them at your leisure.
4: Preferably while wearing your... Leisure, leisure suit. suit now, yes. if you want to know
3: how that's done, uh, check out our homepage. And uh, our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting a leisure shirt. That's suit, correct. Uh, uh, as, the way it should be. The worn. way it should be worn. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, uh, oh, you know what else? We have a new thing that we're doing. Yeah, you we can are so po- trendy. Yes, you can find us on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, just search for Americana Roadshow, and uh, all of our past episodes are there. It made it easier. Our buddy Mike Carr, you know, he recommended that. Right. And he also says. Go nowheres nowhere without, without the, the derrys, and I got to say
4: that our friend Jason apparently is working his way through. He is the entire catalog. Yeah, yeah he he wants to get a gold star. I and he might. Yeah, he might if he keeps this
3: up. Yeah, he might get the first gold star. He might. He might. Um, I, you just never know. You never know. All right, well, Roger. I think where we left off. I think I, it's your turn. It is my turn. Okay, River Shook was born in 1985, uh, but is known
4: professionally as Sarah Shook. Okay, that's a name I'm familiar with. Okay. I mean, I
3: think Rivershook's a pretty cool name. It is a cool name. I guess uh, they they didn't like it. Okay, there you go. um, From Chatham County, North Carolina, I think I pronounced that right, and uh, was born actually in Rochester, New York, and was homeschooled and grew up in a very fundamentalist Christian family where music was restricted. They were permitted only to listen to classical and worship music. Boring! (laughs) But... um, when Shook was nine years old, they taught themselves piano. In high school, they taught themselves acoustic guitar. And in 2010, Shook started their first band, Sarah Shook and the Devil.
4: <laughs> well, That's a oh boy. Well, that's hey, mom, <laughs> listen to this. But
3: <laughs> well, that band disbanded in the same year. But in 2013, uh, Shook formed the band Sarah Shook and the Dirty Hands. Okay. And that band uh, made it until. Um, uh, about a year i guess and then a new band called sarah shook and the disarmers that started in about 2014 and that's 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 a going deal okay so um anyway uh, i was going to go to one of the earlier albums but um in april 2018 sarah shook and the disarmers released their second record On Bloodshot Records. Oh, Bloodshot keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. It does. And at that point, Shook started focusing on learning vocal techniques as a way to control and release their vocals. And um, uh, many reviews say that it it was a much crisper vocal sound. Mm. And Rolling Stone chose the song Good As Gold... And this was in 2018, as one of the 10 best country and American songs of the week. Really? And so we're going to listen to that. Um, This is Sarah Shook and the Disarmers from 2018, Good as Gold.
8: I'm afraid
1: just fine
4: I love their stuff. It's I got to tell music. you, yeah, it really is. Okay, Leo, back to you. I have I've, I've had this song in my pocket for a long time, and I was trying to find a reason, you know, to put it in, you know, and then I figured out why I just, you know, why I need a reason not to put it in. I know it, it's a great song. All right, I'm talking about the Fleetwoods, right? Oh yeah, and they had they had their first big hit, 1959, "Come Softly to Me," and the thing that that strikes me about this song is. It, Everybody wants to sing that song. Right. You know? Yeah. It's such a simple song the way it's done, but the harmonies, the way they're stacked in there, but they uh, it's kind of interesting, man. They they're from Olympia, Washington originally. Okay. And Come Softly to Me was not their only hit. They had several others along the way. But um they they were also uh formed and reformed several times over the years and they just kept that beautiful uh song that uh, that sound together. But they also were uh, very active in the music business. And one of the things that they um, campaigned against was bands that no longer even uh, contain any of the original members, members. Right, yeah. going out and representing themselves. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Gretchen Christopher testified to the Washington State Senate in support of the Truth in Music Advertising Bill. Cool. In 2009. And it passed both the House and Senate unanimously. And it, the law provides that a performing group shall not be advertised by the name of a recording group unless the performing group includes one of the hit-making uh, members. That's cool. Cool. So they, they not only were a great band that had a, a... They did Mr. Blue and a bunch of others, but Come Softly to Me is the one that everybody wants to sing. So 1959, uh, this is the frequency.
9: Come softly, Come softly. Dolly please hold hold me so tight all through all through the night i Don't speak so-
4: one of those songs, you know
3: Yeah, it kind of puts you in whatever place It really does Yeah, it's yeah, a good pick, Leo Thanks Well, thanks Hey, you know what? Uh, what? Uh, oh, we are out of time We are out of time, yeah. are we? Wow Yep, yep. we got to get out of here tomorrow And
4: uh we got to figure out where we're going That's another thing we're, geez, we gotta, we're way out on the East Coast already We are Yeah um And let's see
3: uh I threw the dart last time So it's time. my turn so to throw the dart? You turn to throw the dart okay. I got to get the Can map Get the map
4: It's over here in the closet Into the same old place the old same place. Did uh, got you find it? it? it, got it, got it. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. All right. Let me get it on the wall. On the wall. Here, oh boy! Look again. at it. Oh, all right. Okay. 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 I think it's good. got it. Okay. Okay. Get the dart. Oh me! and uh, I gotta get spoon drawer. Sp- spoon uh, two. drawer two. 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 And uh, hang on. You'll be careful. Okay. Wait a Okay. Okay. I got it. Got, got it. Okay, yep. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. Get over there in
3: the circle. I'm in the circle. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh, man, we didn't oh. go that far. I kind of was close. Uh, still on so, the east coast. Wait, We're, we're in north. Maine. Yeah, we're way up uh, there now.
4: Brewster, Maine. Brewster, Maine. Brewster, Maine. Maybe there's a brew pub in Brewster. <laughs> yeah, we can only hope. <laughs> oh, man, that would be a score. <laughs> yeah, right I guess there. we'll find out. I suppose so. All right, well, we'll get packed up, get
3: out of here, and uh, I guess we'll do this all again next week. Get on down the road. All right, well,
4: hey, um, interesting show once again. Uh, it's always interesting. They are. Pretty yep. Interesting. And tomorrow's moving day, so let's get out of here. Okay, All well right.
3: uh, this here's been the Americana Road Show right here on
4: Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you, it's, it's the, the Darius.